I wanted to feel excited and not drained or resentful. And that comes with not feeling guilty that I am a human, I am a person, and I have passions, I have interests, I have things that I want to do. And I don't feel bad. I choose not to feel bad when I pursue those things because I'm telling my kids to do the same thing. I'm supporting them. I'm supporting my husband and his business and everybody else around me. I am the cheerleader for them and their passions and their goals and their dreams. So why would I not be that for myself? Mama! Let's reimagine mom life together. Mama House Goals is your hub for relatable support and helpful resources that help you fuel yourself alongside motherhood. Your identity is bigger than mom. And whatever your goals are, together, we're making them a reality. I think we've all heard the term mom guilt. And we all know that our identity shifts after we become a mom. For some, you may feel like you've lost yourself in motherhood. For some, you may feel like you found yourself in motherhood. But for most people, your identity shifts. You realize that you have different perspectives, different priorities, different things that you want to pursue. And that can be really overwhelming too. figuring out how to balance all these different things that are important to you in your life, how to fill that 24 hours because that's all we have and the best way to make those decisions. And our guest today, who's our pro resource for our community on mom identity, fulfillment and reconnecting to who you were, want to be and are alongside motherhood. Megan O'Brien is such an amazing heart and she is a very busy mama. She comes from her examples of how she's been able to reconnect to herself, pursue her own goals and journeys alongside of a very, very busy mom life. I'm super excited to have this conversation. And if you're looking for someone to help support you, this is what we do at Mama Has Goals. But in this program specifically for Mama's Business Blueprint, we're making sure that you have a resource within Megan to help you balance those different sneaky thoughts that come up that mom guilt, that identity shift, being able to find the time to put on your own oxygen mask first and fulfill what is right in your home, in your family, in your heart, and what that looks like. So grab your headphones or listen in if you have ever had a shift in trying to figure out how could I be me and this is the conversation for you. Megan, I'm so excited to have you back on the podcast. One of my favorite things about becoming an entrepreneur myself is it helped me meet a whole new version of friends and expand my network all over the country. I have you all the way in Wisconsin today and being able to just find people that you would have never had a friendship with before if I hadn't done that. And you're one of those people for me. So I'm super excited to have you here. Thanks for being here. So happy to be back. I always love our conversations and completely agree. When you start to just pursue your curiosities, and get in places where similar like-minded people are located, you find friends you didn't even know you were missing. So just so happy to be here. Yeah. And we have a lot of commonality in what our purpose is in our businesses, in our world. But there's something special about just having more people share that and involve themselves with it. And you are all about living and breathing women being more of themselves, reconnecting with who they are in your podcast and your community is the Reconnected Mama. And that is exactly how I felt when I was going to start Mama House Goals is I was like, wait, I thought I was connected to who I was, but now I have this whole new 
vision of what could be possible for me and my family. And it was a super blurry vision. Like I didn't really know exactly what that destination looked like, but I just knew there was like another road. Bring us up to speed on your story. How did you get to this point where you're like, wait, I'm going to do this for me and then I'm going to help other people do it? Yeah. So just a Cliff Notes version of how I got to where it is I am currently and why I started this was because I just was going through the motions. I was living in survival mode. And I think most of us as moms can really understand what that feels like. And it just, to me, everywhere I looked seemed to be the norm or so I thought. And so you just keep going through the motions and you just When you're so bogged down with lack of sleep and laundry and small kids and keeping a house and if you have a job and a spouse, all the things, it leaves very little time to explore anything else. And I just got to a point where I was like, it doesn't have to feel like this. I know it doesn't. I see other women thriving. What are they doing? How is it working? What does their household look like? It was like I wanted to know the little secrets of how they look so amazing every day and how they look refreshed and they were out with their girlfriends or taking trips. And I was like, okay, so I know there's another way. I need to figure out what that looks like for myself, right? Because it's different for everybody. And so I just really started to get curious about what these women were doing and what it looked like and how they were running everything. And when I started to do that, I realized that there just was a whole nother level that I didn't feel or nor could I find these conversations being had amongst moms, amongst women. And so I was like, okay, well, obviously there's a need because I didn't know about it. And granted, I live in small town, Wisconsin. But if I hadn't heard about it and I had to go out and find it, then I know there are other women feeling the way I was feeling, needing a a different path. Like you said, we think it needs to be clear and we need to have a clear end goal. And that's not the case. It starts with that feeling of, I know this can be different and I want it to be different. I love my life. I love my family, my kids, but I don't want to feel like I'm living in survival mode. So how do we have more of those conversations with other moms so they're not feeling that same way? And that's really where the Reconnected Mama was born from is just being able to have these conversations and make them more accessible for women that are feeling this way. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes those conversations hit in two buckets. One, there's like the venting bucket where you feel like you're just like sitting with your friend, for lack of a better explanation, bitching about mom life, right? And you're just like, gosh, it's so hard, this, that. And sometimes we need to vent, but we also all know what it feels like when you're just sitting there and you're like, okay, and, and (laughs) what are we going to do about it? And then there's this other side, and I think we can all be guilty of this too, where we just want to fix everything and not allow someone to just vent and feel. So how do we as a mom community or as individuals allow ourselves to be in both and also the middle? What is the first step you can take when you're in like the vent bucket and you need to move over or you're in the I'm going to fix everything and not feel anything bucket and you need to be like, okay, but yes, also you're really busy and this is hard. Such a great question. You're so right. We can get caught up and then not realize it until after the fact. The first thing I think that the most important thing is this really comes down to the core of the reconnected mama. It's checking back in with yourself and really tapping in and saying, okay, how am I feeling mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically? Like these are the things that I need to analyze. And if I can generally say, 
yeah, I'm doing really well. I feel good. I have the things in motion. And I'm in that kind of like vent bucket, right? Where I'm just like, ah, like this was frustrating or I had a bad day or whatever. Knowing that, okay, well, I know I'm still taking action on making sure I'm connected to my core. I'm making sure that all of my needs are met, right? Like I feel good mentally. I feel good emotionally. I have the right people in my life. I have the right friendships, connections physically. Okay. Am am I losing track of moving my body or feeling good in my own skin? How do I need to go about that? So just really checking in with yourself in those different areas and then knowing if you're in that vent bucket, where you're coming from. Do you feel like maybe you're losing part of yourself and you're not addressing the different parts of your life and you're not having the connections and the things that you need to nurture those items for yourself and then go, okay, what's the problem? But then not getting so bogged down in the busyness of getting into the other bucket of fixing things. And I think we all, when we get into a season of just busyness with kids, work, life, whatever it is, it just, it can happen all the time. We have to be aware of what season we're in and how we're feeling. Mm -hmm. And again, just, it always comes back to going internally, recognizing where you're at how you feel, what's missing, what am I missing and how do I get that more into my life in recognizing, okay, if I'm going through the motions and I'm just trying to fix everything and I just want to keep moving forward and I'm tired, but I'm just going to push through the hustle of motherhood, knowing that you're going to get to a point, you feel exhausted. You can't live in that state very long, especially when you have small children to manage. You just daily, I say, I check in with myself in the morning when I wake up and I check in with myself at night when I go to bed. And Mm -hmm. when you do it at least twice a day, every single day, and some days are better than others, right? We can get into those busyness flows and maybe we're just too tired or whatever it is. But at least several times per week, we're checking in and going, okay, how am I feeling? Where am I at? Oh, I didn't really like that conversation with my girlfriend where I was venting and I was just like verbally spewing all of the problems in my life that didn't feel good to me. So what brought that on? And how am I like moving forward? Was that just a day or am I consistently kind of feeling those little like we all feel it kind of in our gut where we have these just "Ah, something doesn't feel good. And then also going back to that other bucket, like just staying present with yourself, connecting internally with yourself every single day is just the best way to make sure that you're living in between those two places and you're nourishing yourself first. Yeah. You know, It's funny, like I think for me, when I get in those situations where I'm in one bucket or the other, it's really this decision of I'm going to make a shift. I'm going to change. And like you said, it's asking those questions to yourself, right? But sometimes it can be really hard to even take that first step to ask those questions because you're looking at your calendar. You're like, I'm only going to have five minutes today. Once you have that moment to yourself, you said the morning and evenings check-ins. That's what I do too. But sometimes we're so tired and it can feel like a lot. I'd love for you to just give some insight into how you've been able to maintain this yourself because your boys are super busy with activities, right? Like you are always all over the place. Plus you're running really two businesses on top of that and you're supporting all these other women. So it can be a lot on some days, but you have some really good boundaries around family time for yourself. So how do you sustain that on the day to day? Like when all your boys are in activities, you're doing all the mom life. How do you also find time in that day for yourself? 
Oh my gosh, this has definitely been a work in progress. I will tell you, if any mom is feeling that way, it's not an overnight shift. It is something that you have to work at daily. And this is why I'm so passionate about helping other moms because when you do make those decisions, it's there's a difference between making the decisions and then taking the action in alignment with those decisions, right? And it's mm-hmm. every single day. It's a discipline every single day because it's just like working out, right? Like we know what we need to yeah. do to move our body and eat right. But whether or not we make those decisions in that day is a different story. And yeah. it comes down to discipline and making those decisions, whether they're comfortable or uncomfortable every single day. So what I have implemented for myself, and this is what I want to tell other moms too, because I think when we hear these things, when we hear someone say you need to set up a morning routine and you need to have this gratitude at night or whatever it looks like, I used to get so overwhelmed when I would hear that because I was like, I can't add one more thing into my day. Like this just sounds not relatable to me because it sounds like I need to have all these other practices in place and I'm not going to be successful if I don't. So how can I make it look and fit into my lifestyle, into my life, that I can make sure that I am doing these things for myself and setting these boundaries and that it's not going to take time away from the other things that I am doing. So you're right, like wearing a lot of hats right now. But what this looks like for me is I'm drinking my morning coffee after I'm sending the kids to school, right? My husband drives the kids. I get them up. I get them dressed, packed snacks, all the things, right? So I have a very busy morning. But it's just whether I'm in my car on my way to the office drinking my coffee or it's the minute they walk out the door and I'm getting my stuff together before I leave, it can just be two to five minutes of like, okay, I'm just checking in. How do I feel? How did this morning feel? What do I need for today? Do I need something in one of those buckets mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically? And then how do I go about making sure I'm adding that or getting that in my day? And same thing at night. I'm not staying up late after the kids go to bed. We're in such a crazy season with activities. All three of them are in activities, running the different businesses. There is no free night at our house. We are out after school every single night. It's chaos in a good way, right? And it just comes back to the mindset of viewing. I am able to do these things and I get to do these things. I don't have to do these things. And then when I go to bed at night, it's literally like lights off like laying in bed, that's when I'm going through things in my head. It could be two minutes before I fall asleep or it could be five minutes or whatever it is, but just really checking in and going, oh, okay. So I recognized in this season that there are some boundaries that I haven't set that I'm like, okay, I need to get better at this. And this is a practice because I think women in general are not good at setting boundaries, especially moms, because, you know, the PTO is looking for you to volunteer. School is looking for you to volunteer. After school activities, you have your job. There's all of these things pulling at your energy and wanting you to do things. And being, I would say, like recovering people pleaser and always wanting to help. Like I have such a heart of service. It's hard for me to say no. I want to help when people are like, we don't have a coach for the soccer team or we don't have someone to step up in this area or be the manager for the hockey team or whatever it is. I'm just like, yeah. And my husband, do not sign up for one more thing. He's been a force in helping me be able to say no, but it's having someone in your life that can help you recognize, okay, if you're not feeling good, if you're being pulled and you're not able to do the things in your life that you want for yourself or that make you feel good, where do we need to set these boundaries? And that's a muscle that you have to practice. Again, it's not going to come overnight. It's not going to come in a week. It's not going to come in a month. It's consistent. 
action in discipline over and over and over again. And then reviewing that previous season or quarter, whatever it looks like for you, but you always have to do a review behind you, whether it's 30 days, 60 days, 90 days and go, okay, what did that look like? Did that feel good? Do I need to do things differently? Was this too much for me to take on? Could I have done something a little bit differently? Did I do something that I I said yes to, but I didn't like, so I know not to do it again? Maybe I have space for something else instead. So it's just this constant ebb and flow of like making the daily discipline and saying no and saying, okay, I know if I say yes to one more thing or if I don't plan out my day or week in a place that will allow me the space to make sure that I'm taking care of myself first, then I know how I'm going to feel on the flip end, right? Mm -hmm. It's just that kind of like discipline, that muscle memory, that daily action. And that comes with time and practice. And then having people around you, supporting you, making sure that you're staying in alignment with the decisions that you are setting for yourself. And that's huge. That's that accountability piece, right? Yeah. So many good takeaways. And I think exactly what you're saying is that you may want to say yes to all these things, but we have to know that if we do, the other things suffer. And you know what it reminds me of is I live in Napa. We have a vineyard and it's harvest right now. And so we're Mm -hmm. getting ready to harvest the fruit. And something that a lot of people don't know is before harvest, a lot of times they go through the vineyard and they pull off some of the fruit and they just drop it on the ground because you can't get the best quality fruit if the plant is trying to nurture more Mm -hmm. fruit than it should. So you'll get mediocre, more fruit rather than high quality, less fruit. And it's the same thing with our energy and how much time we can put out there is sure you can sign up for all these things and you can do all these things and you're going to do them okay. But maybe if you say no, you can really be full in what you're doing with your personal time or your family time because you're not like depleting yourself in all these other areas. But one thing that I think that there's then this other side is you have to sometimes have things that light you up in different ways, right? And so I would love to just hear your perspective of what it's brought to you to be able to pursue these other things for yourself outside of your family. Because you very well could have said, and there's nothing wrong with this either, but you and I both know from our communities we've seen that more than likely, it's better to have something just for you too. There's very few situations where you are not benefited by having something for you. And that could be time, a book. It doesn't have to be a business. It could be something. But most women need to have something outside of just their family to be the best version of themselves. But it's very easy for women to say, okay, in the next season, I will do that. Right now, my kids are very busy. This is the season that we're in. This is why I can't do that. I have to put all my energy into this right now. So how have you been able to take a step back and say, yes, we are very busy. Yes, I'm going to be involved in all these things, but I know that I'm also going to pursue this because it makes me a better mom, a better version of myself, because it's very easy to say, nope, I'm just going to focus on the kids for this season. That's like a lot of battles that moms have, right? It's I think it comes back to that mom guilt and think you nailed it when you said that it's just when we're giving out so much energy in relating it to the grapes that you were talking about and you could have that mediocre fruit or that great fruit if you had less of it right if you took some off the the vine and the trees and women naturally 
when we take on more things, when we give out more energy, we're just built to push ourselves the back because we want to, especially moms, right? Like we want to take care of others. We want to show up for others. And we are always giving our energy. If we are always giving our energy to others first, we will have none left for ourselves. That's come from experience, right? Because that's how I was operating. I was giving everything I had to everyone else around me because I loved them and I wanted to. And I would say, okay, later or tonight when the kids went to bed, that never came because by by the end of the day, I was so exhausted. It just didn't happen. I was like, okay, to your point, okay, it's going to happen tomorrow or it's going to happen next week. And it just never comes. And I was like, okay, I know society wants to set us up to be like the Pinterest moms and to do all the things and bring the baked goods and run the bake sale and just be everything to everybody. But I was like, I can't do that. And I don't want to live my life that way because I know how I felt inside. And I felt disconnected from things that I wanted to actually do. And then it's like all of this social media was telling me that I should feel guilty for not wanting to be around my kids or not doing these things. So what it came back to for me in touching on your point of how do we have these things outside of our family and still feel good about it? And it was to the point where I knew that I wasn't showing up as the mom, the friend, the wife, the sister that I wanted to be because I had no energy left to give. And when you live in that cycle for so long, it comes to burnout and you just mm-hmm. get burned out and then you, you become checked out. And so I, I didn't want to live that life. I wanted to choose to be the type of mom I wanted to show up as. And that meant that I had to t- take care of myself first so that I could be the mom, the friend, the sister, the wife, the business owner that I wanted to be. I wanted to show up in the right energy. I wanted to feel excited and not drained or resentful. And that comes with not feeling guilty that I am a human, I am a person, and I have passions, I have interests, I have things that I want to do. And I don't feel bad. I choose not to feel bad when I pursue those things because I'm telling my kids to do the same thing. I'm supporting them. I'm supporting my husband in his business. And everybody else around me, I am the cheerleader for them and their passions and their goals and their dreams. So why would I not be that for myself? Yeah. And knowing that I'm still showing up at, I would say, like 98% of my kids' sporting activities, right? Or like Cub Scouts or whatever they're in, any type of extracurricular activity, I'm showing up. I'm showing up and volunteering at the school. I'm putting them to bed every night. I am there when they wake up and I'm making them breakfast and helping them get ready for school. So I can still do the things that I want to do and still be the type of mom that I want to be and not feel bad about it because I'm just as big of a cheerleader for myself as I am for all of the people around me. And I think that's Mm -hmm. where we lose that connection to ourselves and our own passions and interests. And I will tell you, I used to think when my kids were little, okay, when the kids aren't little and they're like, they don't need me to, you know, help them go potty or get dressed or get a snack. When they get older, it will, I'll have more time. It'll be easier. I'm telling you, I have a sixth grader, a fourth grader and a kindergartner. There's no more time in my day. If anything, it's only gotten busier outside of the house with all of these other things going on. So don't have this illusion that there's going to be more time around the corner because there's not, unless they're out of your house and they're not with you day to day. And there's so many blessings in that, right? There's so many blessings in what changes as the kids get older and the things that evolve, but it doesn't mean that it's less, that you're less needed or that there's more time all of a sudden. 
And there's a difference between being physically and emotionally, spiritually present, right? Mm -hmm. And so you may physically be present at all your kids' sporting events and all of the things. But what you've shifted for yourself and your family is you're now also present in all the other ways because you've filled your cup. So you're not just physically sitting there and, yep, mom's here. You're fully there because you're filling yourself in other ways which I think is so important because we can physically be around our children and they may see our bodies, but they are not feeling us because we are not emotionally available because we're not filling our own cups. And it does sound cliche. Put on your own oxygen mask first and fill your own cup. But it's so true. It's so necessary. And it allows you to become this such more fun and playful and alive version of yourself. And The fact of the matter is we don't get these years back either. And we have to be able to take the things in that are around us every day. Mm -hmm. And for me personally, I know that comes from taking that time to really get go inward and figure out, okay, what do I want to do and who do I want to be? And how can I bring my own self joy every day completely unconnected to my family, even though they're right there, they're right alongside of it and part of it. So thank you so much, Megan. So many good takeaways. One of the things we started with was to be able to just ask yourself some questions. But I'd love for you to just give the woman that's maybe listening and she's like, this sounds great, but like I'm staring at the seven loads of laundry I have to do. There's stuff all over my counter. I am not even able to really even fully listen to this podcast episode. (laughs) My brain is all over the place. What is one step that even the most overwhelmed, unconnected mama could take today? Yeah. Uh, Well, first I will say, Mama, if you are feeling that way, you are not alone. I still have days like that. So if you're under any thought that once you get to a certain point that you don't have these types of days, that's absolutely not the case. But the one thing I would say, and this has been really difficult for me as well, because I'm such an environmental, like visual person, same thing if there's things on the counter, there's always things that are going to be pulling at you like you feel you need to get done right now. But when you're in that moment of feeling overwhelmed or stressed by all of the things going on around you, that's when you need to pause. You need to take a breath and you need to say, okay, how am I feeling right now? I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling stressed. I don't like the way my house looks or my kids are being crazy. What can I do right now that will change the way I'm feeling without addressing everything that needs to be done? Okay, if your kids are going crazy and you're feeling overwhelmed, can we just go sit outside in the sunshine for five minutes together just to reset and just get back on track? Don't keep pushing through when you feel you have all of these things that are pulling at you and nagging at you and life isn't going the way that you wish it would. Stop. Ask yourself what you can do. Take a breath. And do something in that moment, whether it's two minutes or five minutes or 10 minutes or whatever it is, and nourish what you need to nourish. There's been days where I've had so many things on my agenda that I need to get done. And I get in this feeling of I'm overwhelmed. The kids are just being crazy. The house is a mess. Like emails need to be responded to, whatever it is. And then stop. Get Mm -hmm. your shoes on. We're going to get ice cream. Just change the dynamic. Change the environment. Change the tone. And it will completely reset how you're feeling and know that you can come from a place of feeling good and moving forward 
and know that you can't address everything at one time. It's just about the feeling and being present. And if you have to change your entire to-do list for the day or what you thought you needed, it's okay to do that. Yeah. And I love that both of those examples are changing your environment because it is so hard to shift your perspective when you're still sitting in that space that is stressing you out. So whether it's an ice cream date or jumping outside for a little bit, getting yourself to see something different, like you said, just like physically be in a different space. So I absolutely love that. Megan, you're always amazing. I can't wait for the women that are a part of the Mama's Business Blueprint to be able to have a call with you and really move things forward and know the tangible steps to have a successful business alongside family because you've been able to make it work for you, as have I. And it brings so much beauty as well. And we also have a bunch of free resources in the Mama Has Goals app from Megan. So even if you're not interested in business, but you're like, I need some reconnection and what that looks like, we'll link that down below as well. Megan, if you were to leave these women with just one little takeaway of what being a part of programs and communities with other women has brought you and how that's been able to make this a little bit easier for whether it's the mom life stuff, the mom guilt and identity pieces or for your business success, what if the programs you've been a part of in the past brought you? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think it seriously has been one of my lifelines to getting to where I am now and being able to live presently and set these boundaries. Because when you find other women that are having these types of conversations that are able to bring you different perspectives or ideas or thoughts or just support you to show up with no questions asked, and they're just going to support you on your journey, whatever that looks like, and not judge you for what it is you want or how you want to live your life, I think that's one of the biggest assets you can gain in your life. And I will tell you, it's hard to find in your immediate community. It may not be your college girlfriends or your high school girlfriends or your neighbors or whatever that is, but there are groups out there that are there to support you and to lift you up and to encourage you and inspire you on the days where you don't feel motivated, you don't feel inspired and continue. Like for me, it's about being challenged to live up to the standards that I set for myself. Not that they Mm -hmm. set for me or that other people have, but when other women are having these conversations, I know what the possibilities are. I know how I want to live my life and they're there to help make my life possible. So good. I agree. Like even in the programs that we're a part of right now, just knowing you're not alone and knowing how to move forward and really just have that support. So Thank you for being one of them for these women, Megan. I cannot wait to see all these women connect with you. Thank you so much, Kelsey. I just cannot wait to see this all come together and all the women that'll be in this community. I have a business degree. We have multiple businesses and I've now been a full-time entrepreneur for a year and a half. And there are a lot of things that I wish I could have saved time and money with by getting support from someone that had been a couple steps ahead of me. I know that one of my biggest purposes in life is to help make things easier for other women and especially mothers. So after running a program last year where we shared some of the things that I have learned, I had great feedback and now we've brought it to a whole new level this year. This year, we're launching Mama's Business Blueprint. For those of you that are interested in starting a business or you've had a business and you want to take it to the next level. What Mama Has Goals is at the core is helping you find the support and resources you need to go to the next level of whatever it is for you. So whether that's showering, the best snack, moving up in your job, or creating a business of your dreams, 
we want to find an expert to support you. In this program specifically, we have 12 women that focus on the top things that I wish I had support around when starting my business, from a fractional CFO to help you with your numbers and accounting, to supporting your health, your hormones, your gut health, to working with influencers and social media, content creation, sales, working on digital products, whether it's an ebook or a course, knowing how to pursue this, whether you're having mom guilt or fulfillment issues, how to manage your time and work through your schedule, how to really think through who you are and your identity and really stepping into the highest version of yourself, how to hire a virtual assistant, what a virtual assistant is if you want to become one, and how to communicate with the other people in your life, including your partner. So we have marriage support and everything else. This is such an amazing program. It is 12 weeks of group coaching with these pro resources that you can get a one-on-one call with. And you have a monthly call with myself for Q&A, plus these modules for you to consume at your own time and when it's convenient for you. I have worked so hard to bottle up everything that I have learned that I wish someone had bottled up for me to help you know what is possible for you so that you can create money and fulfillment without sacrificing your family to be there for them and to be there for you. So if this sounds like something you'd be interested, I want to invite you to join us in the Mama's Business Blueprint. We're going to be sharing some information here from the pro resources. And I would love for you to check out the show notes where you can join us. Sending you so much love, Mama. I cannot wait for you to be a part of this.